0: Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and welcome to What's Kraken. Today, my special guest from Witness Infection, the great horror comedy movie, by the way, is none other than Carlos and Julie Michelle. If you've watched a cartoon anywhere in this world, you are familiar with Carlos' work, and if you've watched Mad TV or This Is Meg, definitely are familiar with Julie Michelle. Without any further ado, let's release the Kraken. Hey, everyone, it's Jim Phoenix here. And today we have a very special guest. Two of them, actually. We have Carlos and Jill Michelle from Witness Infection. It's, I got to see the movie as a screener. And I have to thank, I have to thank Justin from Arrow for that. Because when he sends me screeners, I'm like, oh, this is great. This is for my staff, staff, staff. No, I saw, I saw the preview for your movie. I was like, no, sorry, guys, this is mine.
1: I, yes. I have
0: to start this out. I loved the movie. Oh. I love the movie. I love it from the the screener, from the preview, from the write-up. Everything works for me. Great. And Great. I just can't wait to interview you both. So I, again, for realsies, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. But I, and I do know that this came out, sorry, this will come out in march 30th correct yes March 30
1: 2021.
0: so you must have filmed it right before covid closed the world down
1: Yeah, yeah we we got it we actually started filming december of 2018. okay then we kind of wrapped up shooting in june of 2019 is that right joe i think Yes. The, the last pickup shots were June of 2019, so yes. we we were safely in under the COVID wire. But a lot of the post production stuff that we've had to do was during that time. As a matter of fact, we we have a screener. We have a we had donors helping us with Indiegogo. Right. And two of the people donated for a private screening, and w- of course we can't do that. So tomorrow night we're going to do a Zoom screening with one of our winners, and That's with the cool. cast uh, as many cast members as can show up. And so yeah post uh, some of the post and some of the promotion has had to be done during this time of, uh, of COVID. So, but we were lucky to get it in. But that, you know, that's
0: wonderful. And I, I really love that you're using Indiegogo. There are so many great, great projects out there and that you're keeping up with the demands, even though COVID kind of sidetracks people, mm-hmm. you find a way. And then this is going to go, this goes back to a little bit, to something of a previous movie that's not going to be witness infection. We'll get to that problems. Uh, this is Meg, and yeah. I've read something. Oh, by the way, I love the movie. I, I read something about distributor. Distributor. Yeah, distributor with two what R's. What was that? <laughs> what was that? I mean, I know his idea of the getting an out, but what was like that?
2: Um. Well, you know. Was wonderful at the time. They were a great company, right? Um, <laughs> and we were lucky and fortunate enough that they swooped up this as Meg and sold it to Hulu right away. So we had a wonderful deal that happened. And then the company went under, and a lot of indie filmmakers were thrown under the bus. And if and I know Alex Ferrari, our director, right. has right. spoken very freely about it, um, and has helped educate and help. Uh, you know, helped a lot of under other indie filmmakers feel okay about what happened. So, but we, this is meg was, we had a, a really nice um, success story um, from it. So I feel bad for, for the others, but right. that's why we continue as indie filmmakers to continue to make other films, to keep challenging ourselves, to keep helping each other um, and educating each other. So those things don't continue to happen.
0: No, and that's and thank you so much for the answer. That's when I was watching the movie and, and I was seeing the story behind distribution, and I'm reading about witness infection, and I'm seeing like the COVID, like all these things we don't know are going behind the scenes are going to come out later on, right? Can really derail things, and just the imagine, imagination and the will and the force and coming together of indie filmmakers that can yeah. really push a project over. And I think that's fantastic. Oh
1: yeah because i'm sorry i interrupted you one of the most mm-hmm. exciting outcomes you can do after you s- spent all the money and worked on the film is to be able to go to film festivals and we've had to do ours virtually and it's just like oh gosh the one film festival we did get under the right. covid wire with about 20 days to spare was the haw comedy festival in san antonio run by jeff valdez coincidentally who used to run the latino laugh festival which is where jilly and i met in the early 2000s but that was our one live screening where we, Jill, uh, one of our special effects guy, uh, what was it, Daniel Salazar, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who worked on the Mr. Georgeman scene with uh, multiple hits in the bat and all that kind of stuff, beautiful stuff. But Vince and Jill and Andy and Daniel were there, and we got to get live feedback. We got to watch the film with other people. Right. And we're very remiss that we didn't get to experience that at all the other festivals where we entered and won. We, we, we were sort of missing that element. And so yeah. it's nice to do now do these uh, interviews now with people who have seen the film and we get to talk about it.
0: So. And, and finally get some feedback. And I'm so glad you brought up the special effects. My God, they're good. Well, thank thank you. you. They are amazing special effects. You have no idea. It's like, because you, you, you've got comedy and horror and sometimes comedy horrors do the comedy really well or the, they kind of skimp the horror. No, yeah. you do it yeah.
2: both really well. Well, we have to applaud Andy Palmer for that because and, Carlos and I and, and Jim Ojala, um, because Carlos and I, we wrote it knowing that we had the comedy covered. Like we were like, we got solid comedic actors and even Andy coming in is like, this is the first film I've ever done that has been casted before we even go. Like, cause we were like, and we went this person and we went this person and we went this person because we were friends with all of these people. We've worked with them on d- other things. And so Andy like sat back and we had interviewed other directors and the stuff that came out of their mouth. We me and Carlos would look at each other and go, that's not it. Like, no, no, that we don't know. And, and we were getting kind of nervous. And Carlos goes, listen, I've worked with this amazing director, Andy Palmer. Let's just sit down with him. He gets comedy. He's really good at the horror. And when, when we sat down with him and he talked about the horror aspect and keeping it really grounded, I was like, yes, because we knew we got the comedy covered. So if someone comes in and can really ground it with that horror and then having Jim Ojala come in with all the the special effects and makeup and all of that, then the comedy, we can bring it. We just need Andy to make sure that we don't get too big, you know, and pull us down if we, if need be. And it was just, it was such a beautiful dance on set. It was just the energy was so fun and alive, and because we had handpicked every single person, there was no poison in the group. You know, how, mm-hmm. you know, poison yeah. spreads fast, and especially in an indie film, yeah. you can't have yeah. that. So yeah. um, it was just a, it was incredible. I can't wait to do it again. Like I just can't wait to do it again. Because we guys do it
0: again.
2: Thank you, thank you. Ooh. We're we're working on it.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. But yeah, I knew Jim Ojala from uh, being my neighbor for so many years, and he. Came up with the movie Strange Nature, and he's a big Rick Baker guy. I'm, I'm a big Exorcist fan because of practical makeup effects right. uh, as well as the story. But, Jim, we got solid. We knew we were going to get solid effects. And I I wanted to do – there was a couple effects that both Jill and I wanted to do, and I, I especially wanted to do. What's something that I've never seen before? And in the bathroom scene, I've never seen a zombie disposed of in that way. And I'm like, Jim, can you do it? He's like, yep, we can do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was, it was awesome. End, yeah.
1: jill saw it live jill knew what was happening and i'm in the bathroom filming it and we score the head that, that which makes the head easier to come off but there was a surprise to everybody that the, that that shot ended up like it did it was, really wasn't supposed to and jill you can tell about what you're experiencing
2: i'm i'm behind the monitor with andy and i screamed And you know, that's a big no-no. We've got one take on this. I was like, ah! (laughs) I screamed so loud. And and I looked at Andy and I was like, did that, did I? And he's like, you're fine. You're fine. Like, like, Because I went, oh my God, did I ruin the shot with my stupid scream? But that's how effective it, it was. And it read on a tiny monitor. So I just, I was like, we got something. I mean, we knew from the beginning when we had the script and we did a table read and we got feedback. They're like, you have something really special here. You have something that mixes so many genres together that we haven't seen before. And that's when Carlos stepped up as an executive producer. And he was like, I want to make this happen. Cause we knew that if we sold it, they would, completely just wipe us away from it. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't probably get made the way we wanted it to be made. Um, and so when he stepped up, I was like, okay, as me, as your as your partner and as your producer, I will do everything to make sure this is a success. Yeah. And then COVID happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and the only Big, I think, bonus that might happen because of this, uh, because of COVID and for indie filmmakers is that if you had it in the can before, Mm -hmm. there is possible that there will be a, a, I call it the baby, baby boomer in my brain, where these little baby indie films will get the success that that they didn't get before because everything was shut down and they utilized all of their stuff for streaming already. And they're looking for great content that's already done. So that's, that's my hopes and prayers. Wow.
0: It's coming across awesomely, awesome way, by the way, and Good. you described that scene. Perfect. I still have it in my mind. Good. Good. <laughs> and it's great to hear you describe it coming that way. And I really like how you're talking about the indie feel and keeping it part, because part of indie is keeping it yours. Yeah, Keeping it yours. You have ownership. You, you've staken it and being will be part of that creative direction from uh, cradle to grave. Now, the writing process, how did you think of, was it just like one day like, oh, let's, let's
1: write a movie? Um, <laughs> I did both, Jillian and I always, loved, I'm a huge Sopranos fan. I've always loved mob stuff and we both love okay. zombie films. We both love Shaun of the Dead. And I kind of came one day and I said, hey, Joe, what? what do you because we were batting around ideas. I go, I've always had this idea like we could write a zombie horror film. And I know there was a video game out there, but I had never seen it that it had involved some of those elements. But they're in prison. And yeah. And she goes, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. And then she just started helping me to round out all the characters, you know, and turn it into a story from just a, 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 a ball of clay. That was just an idea. Jill, with her mind, was able to add structure, add characters, and really turn it into two warring families. The arranged marriage thing, which uh, at the time I was, I love Peaky Blinders. And right. that was one of the, the episodes where one of the younger brothers has to marry the gypsy family to stop them from killing each other. So we added that. And then Jill had some ideas about the Dominic character and about the Patricia character and about her character. And we knew Vince Don Vito. And so it was a good. Jill provided a lot of the structure and a lot of the uh, additional characters uh, as well.
2: But Carlos and I, we've been friends for so long. And, you know, we toured as comedians together. And so we have this, um, a a very, a a family um, type of relationship. So we work, we, and oh, well, I say that loosely because some families don't like each other, but uh, we like each other. (laughs) And so we're able to, right in a way that we don't, if someone tells us like, oh, shit, be one second, there's no offense that is taken. And yeah. we listen to each other and we're always having a forward direction in our brains. Like we're always like moving forward. We're not those people that sit and can stay on the scene for like four days. We don't, we just go, let's put it down and let's just keep moving. And then right. we're able to come through and pull out what we don't like, add in what we like. So we, that's the way our brains are very similar. We work fast. Yeah. And, um, and so, for us, it was such a joy. Like we couldn't wait to get on FaceTime to like write with each other. Yeah, um, I was, clone. yeah, we, we just like, like, Oh, oh and then I had this idea and, oh, 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 you know, so it was, it was definitely, um, it's, it's such a joy to work with, with Carlos and we're continuing. Like I, he, he can't go anywhere. So no, we we're stuck, stuck together, yeah. but yeah. we also,
1: <laughs> we had the ability to trust Andy Palmer as a filmmaker who had done F- Funhouse fun and camp Colebrook. And Andy look at, looked at our script and said, here's what will work as, from the film part, part of it, because with your budget and our time, here's what's gonna work, here's what we need to cut. And we just let Andy go through it with a red line. And I think he made it better. He made it more cinematic because we, were, we had a lot of fat and Andy was just like, no, you can cut this and cut this and still tell that story, especially if we shoot it like this. Wow. So that, that really helped. Andy really helped get us to a better place for sure.
0: Yeah, because it, it comes across streamlined and I and I keep smiling when we're talking about the arranged marriage. Because there's a scene that I won't ruin it, you know, no spoilers. There's a scene at at the dinner that just goes like, oh, really? This? <laughs> and it's like you always know that there's always that one guy you know. And it's so, yeah. it's, so, it's so it's so it's so flashy because it's based in, in something you know, something in reality, something you can touch, even I mean, though that- it's zombies in this.
2: Yeah, totally. And it came even down with our with our, um, you know, set director and production uh, designer, which is one of my dear friends um, was like, and this is not to give anything away is is the outdoor dinner scene, you know, um, they were in folded, you know, folding chairs. And I'm like, That's how Italians have dinner outside. They grab the chairs and they go, let's put the the chairs out. We'll put a a cloth and let's have some dinner. They put paper plates. They don't care, you know, it's like, but it's as authentic as that family really is. In a Latino home, that's how we did it too. We're like, everybody go outside and put the paper plates and put the folding chairs. Mm -hmm. So we had, because we're both Latin, even though we're very white Latins, um, (laughs) we, we were able to bring that kind of family into the Italian world very organically. Um, so I, I think I, hopefully that translated
0: a hundred percent. It does. It comes across beautifully and it really is a family film. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's about the family and it's everything's horror and comedy, but it's still that family junction that clues it all together. Yeah.
1: Oh, it man. has that dynamic. Rob was the perfect straight man, as it were, with comedic, uh, lacings, you know, yeah. his family's nuts. And he's like, he even says it in that in the trailer. Is this Game of Thrones? What's happening with you, people? I just want to be a dog group. Oh, This family, that family. Come on, it's two thousand something. Are we still doing this? Yeah, we're still doing it. You
0: know? That's wonderful. <clears throat> and it's the same guy in the insane world. Yes. Yeah. That's that's yes. really you know, that's really what pushes it through. Which is something to bring it back a little bit, dial back ten years. Carlos, you had. The Club, I believe.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your YouTube, it
0: was a YouTube uh, movie, uh, like little, little clips. Little uh, YouTube TV show. It
1: was supposed to be pitched as a series. And it's uh, a comedy club owner who was a manager and trying to be the babysitter to all these different comedians. Right. And uh, it was shot by Ted Nicolau, who I met through, who actually was a sound design on uh, Chainsaw Massacre. Because uh, Ted's from cool. Texas. And a big horror guy, too, who was one of the directors we had thought about, but we ended up, Luckily, they're both great, but we went with Andy Palmer. But yes, I made the club. It was a comedy film. And then Jill and I had collaborated on This Is Meg. She asked me to play uh, the uh, spiritualist on that one. <laughs> so we had experiences in working in genres where, you know, Meg is the straight person in this crazy world. She's going to an ayahuasca ceremony going, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so there's elements of the club where we, we played the straight person trying to steer through this insanity. Right. And I think we funneled that into Rob's character in, in our own movie together. So
0: now I'm glad I wasn't the only one thinking that because I'm like, this reminds me of like yeah. the, the straight. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then the string goes back forever then. And I really like the way that the club works. I really like the way this is Meg works. And I love the way uh, Witness Infection works. And it's all showing that you don't need to have this huge production company that we are going to You must do this. Now do this junket. Do that one. Now you have to do this. Yeah. You could ask artists. It has to be freeing because you're both comedians. Yeah. It must be freeing to go like, well, I didn't have to do this when I was getting booked at the clubs. Yeah. So I could just bring that work ethic to making a movie. Let's see if we get this done. And, it, and it, brilliant. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's just yeah, brilliant. We- it really is. Now, when you're writing the scripts, and I, and I know you're saying Jilly brought in some of the characters and the sketches. Does that come back from your Mad TV work where you had to do the pitching of the characters? It's all character based.
2: Absolutely. I think, and, and Carlos and I, one of our strengths as uh, stand-up comics also is, is, crea- is character work um we both go in and out of voices and you know that him from all his cartoons um we go in and out of voices on a daily basis like i don't even realize i do so many voices when i'm talking to somebody and they're like oh my god you're just so funny and i'm like what then because you know i'll talk about my dad and i'll be like so my dad called and he was like oh yeah so anyways let me tell you something you know and everyone's like dying i'm like no but that's how he talks like I (laughs) i don't understand like so for us characters are really strong and in my brain If I don't see it as an action figure, then I don't want to write it. Like it is the weirdest. (laughs) That's how my brain works. Um, So character development for me, it has to is is huge, and I need to see each person have an arc, and that's very important that each individual has an arc because I want because somebody watching in that audience uh, is going to relate to one of those people. So who are they going to relate to? I don't know. They could relate to Carlo. They could relate to Gina, Patricia. I don't know. But someone will relate to one of them. And you don't. And that's as, as stand-up comics, we do these all these stories. We're constantly telling these stories that someone's going to relate to something in our story. And that's why I think Carlson and I had very a lot of success as stand-ups is because we were more mainstream. Um, and we just didn't target one audience. Mm-hmm. So we brought that now to filmmaking.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it reflects so well. And I love how you are hitting home, you both are hitting home, the character, the character, the character, character, character arcs. And that is one of the major strengths of Witness Infection is the character arcs because it's character driven horror comedy.
1: Yes. Yeah. You're
0: not making them do things that's against character. Like, no, it's all character.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And one of the best, one of the best reviews we got, and it's in the trailer is that, you know, note to Jim Jarmusch, this is how you get your buddies and do a zombie film. And I love Jarmusch. I love Down by Law. Mm -hmm. I love uh, Mystery Train. I just Stranger Than Paradise. I I love Jim Jarmusch. But when I saw that film and then when I saw Zombieland 2, I love Zombieland 1. Sometimes it just doesn't work. You try to do too much. And we really, and Jill will tell you, we really followed the model of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and and and, in Shaun of the Dead, you know, and we thought that's the way you write a film, Tucker and Dale versus evil. Uh, You know, that's the way you write a film. You really rely on the strength of the characters. And we, I think we tried to emulate that.
0: Now, and speaking of those, well, Shaun of the Dead, especially, Mm -hmm. and I do know you were both saying that you want to keep writing together. Uh Is there a sequel?
1: That's not the next script we're working on. Uh, it's compl- our, our next script is completely different family comedy. But yes, we, in uh, some of the uh, film festivals we've done, we've, really? we've got an idea, right, Joe? We have something yeah. in mind uh, and we, borrowing from a couple of the characters.
2: And also too, we wanted to see how well-received Witness Infection is. So we do have an idea for a sequel. Um, but because of the pandemic and we were in quarantine, we were right. like, well, we don't want to stop being creative. So Carlos and I decided to write a a family comedy with a Latinx lead um, and take it in a different direction just to go into that genre because it's something that we both are very, you know, uh, familiar with family and comedy. So um, it was a really fun ride to do, but I cannot wait to write another comedy horror. like I am just because it's more for me. It's oh, it's just so fun. I just love it so much. Um, so yeah, so definitely we have an idea for, for a sequel. So hopefully the audience will love, uh, witness infection and we'll take off writing with it.
0: Yeah. Well, I know I love witness infection. Like I said, from the trailer onwards, I just knew that was it. No one else gets this one. I get this one. Hey. Uh, I actually am doing a podcast on it. And, uh, next week because the, the you know, it premieres on the 30th and I'm like, Oh, we we'll talking about it before it happens. Oh, awesome. Uh, The energy, the excitement, the craft, it's all there for witness infection. And I mean, from the writing down to the credits, everything, it it just works. It works. The first, it's almost like a cold open. Like the the first start of the movie, It just, that could be the entire thing as a short. And I was like, (laughs) like clapping uh, for it.
1: We were telling another interviewer that it's very Peter Benchley. It's very Scooby Doo. You know, uh, Peter right. Benchley Jaws. Woman runs down to the beach. She jumps in the water. Something horrific happens, and then off you go. And so I really always love those old Scooby Doo things, where like you know, yeah, and cut to <laughs> so, like Scoob. These snacks are delicious. It's a total Scooby Doo <laughs> borrowing, you know, emulation. But uh, yeah, we we were happy that we wrote it that way, and and Andy got it. And we got two great actors, Ryan Bottaglary and Ben Begley, uh, Mm -hmm. who I met Andy Palmer through uh, on a series and then on Funhouse Massacre. But yeah, that really sets the tone, right? But it also is like, wait a minute. We just went from this first scene inside. A woman in a dog grooming place with her friend taking a quiz. How are these two going to relate? And I've always (laughs) loved that style of writing. How are you going to marry these two disparate scenes and make them work together?
0: And Maybe. I love the quiz. Sorry.
2: No, yeah. no, I no. That's where, and that's where Andy, like, uh, he just totally got it. I was like, I want to go from something so disgusting, you know, and then we go to like bright and happy and cheery, and with with dogs, you know. <laughs> and he was like, I know, I know what you want. I know what you want. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which works great. It's a, and it's also Shaun of the Dead, right? It's their yes. real life still happens. Yes. It's like all this back those stuff, and and. To have the characters have all that one thing, like you're saying about the character arcs, relatable thing. Mm-hmm. We've all been like, "Oh, I did study for this," and you know, and it's you're just trying to go through normal life, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everything for them it's a zombie apocalypse. For us, it was COVID. You know, uh, yeah. something comes in and the meteor hits Earth, yeah. And see what happens after that. And and again, it sounds like all I do is gush about witness infection, but it, it really gush is. <laughs> gush <away. laughs> if you. You know, stop listening to my voice right now. Put your pencils down. Go watch it. Where's going to do you guys have a release schedule for it? I know it's coming out on March 30th, according to IMDb.
1: Yeah, there's pre sales on iTunes, right, Jilly? We yeah, just, we just
2: received a link for the pre-sale. So, so we'll Catherine, be posting that on our website, which is witnessinfection.com. And then, of course, on all our, the actor social media, we'll be getting it out to them. They'll be posting it as well. But there's a pre-sale link for iTunes. And then March 30th it will be like on all like on-demand platforms.
1: Yeah, all video on-demand platforms, DirecTV, nice. Amazon, uh, a couple of those out there. It's, there's a full list that our publicist has, and hopefully they have uh, sent that to you.
0: No, I'll, I'll get that. that's just amazing. A matter of fact, I believe in the project so much. Uh, I'm going to buy one from some random Twitter person. Tweet at us. We'll get you a copy. No problems. 100% paid for. I, I love the film and I love supporting indie. Indie comedy and horror. How could you go wrong?
1: It's fun. It's fun. And it, it's streamlined. It's, you know, you're not going to be there for a Peter Jackson three and a half hour film, you know. We get it. We want to. My butt has not recovered yet. Yeah, there's a beginning, <laughs> middle, and an end. There's fun. There's horror. There's mobsters. There's poison sausage. There's, there's romance. There's romance. <laughs> Forget true. about it. There's everything. It is
0: true. And it's true is No, uh, that's amazing. And in the beginning, when I was watching the Witness Infection trailer, and I and I loved it, and all these things, and it was the art. But I really appreciate your works behind comedy, behind entertainment, and I really do appreciate the voices you using your voices to give other people who don't have a platform a platform, yeah, you know, and and, then, and it's really, really, if I can tell the listeners one thing is support people who are supportive, like yeah. people it, it's good it's, it's paying it forward, it really is yeah. And that's one of the major things I appreciate appreciate about your entire uh, body of work. Thank
1: you, thank, know, you. thank you. Everything. Yeah. And Vince himself, Vince teaches karate to kids and he works with a young boy, Grayson, who has to wear like an oxygen. Right. And Vince has been really instrumental and in, in the development of young children as, a, as a black belt karate master, you know, he really dedicates a lot of his time and uh, he's, yeah, he's very, very good. And Rob does too with his community work and, We have just a lot of great people, Andy. So we work with like-minded people that, that go beyond just being uh, what they do or who they are. Mm
0: -hmm. Now you really are being that change you want to see in the world. And again, witness infection comes out March 30th on streaming all over. You can pre-order through iTunes right now, bug me on a tweet. I'll get you a copy. No big deal. Mm -hmm. And support people who are not only comedic and entertainment geniuses, but just darn nice people.
1: Thank you. And, and
0: I just want to say thank you again, Carlos. Thank you again, Julie, for all of your time. I know thank we're kind of gone over a bit, no, and I apologize. You, uh, but I have had a wonderful time. And is there anything you want to plug?
1: Um, Witness Affection comes out March 30th, uh, 2021. Uh, uh, hopefully the new Reno movie is coming out on the Paramount Network that was announced. Uh, I'm working on the Casa Grandes. You can hear me on Stephanie Miller, if you're politically minded. Stephanie Miller, Free Speech Radio. or um, And that's about it. And uh, a new script coming from Jillian and I, hopefully that we can sell. Yes,
2: yes. And if you're if you're bored at home and you're waiting for witness infection to come out until March 30th, then you can watch This is Meg on Amazon Prime. You can watch my one hour special, White Latina on Amazon Prime. Another great movie I play, Ed Asner's daughter called Invino is on Amazon Prime as well
0: just the Amazon trifactor right there yeah <laughs> all right everyone thank you Virch and again from the bottom of my heart thank you all for coming and just watch the movie March yeah. 30th thank,
1: thank you Jim you. Thank bye guys
2: you.